Rusty Quill presents. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Life is full of awesome what ifs and some not so much, like unexpected medical costs. That's why United Healthcare provides Health Protector Guard fixed indemnity insurance plans to supplement your primary plan and help manage out-of-pocket costs. Learn more at uh1.com. Ready to pop the question? The jewelers at BlueNile.com have got sparkle down to a science with beautiful lab-grown diamonds worthy of your most brilliant moments. Their lab-grown diamonds are independently graded and guaranteed identical to natural diamonds, and they're ready to ship to your door. Go to BlueNile.com and use promo code LISTEN to get $50 off your purchase of $500 or more. That's code LISTEN at BlueNile.com for $50 off. BlueNile.com, code LISTEN. Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. When you make decisions for your company, you look for the no-brainers. If you have a lot of mailing to do, Stamps.com is the ultimate no-brainer. Use the Stamps.com mobile app to mail everything you need to keep your business running with up to 89% off USPS and UPS. Make the same no-brainer decision as over 1 million other businesses with Stamps.com. Use code PROGRAM for a special offer. That's Stamps.com, code PROGRAM. The secret to summer-ready skin is here. Osea's number one best-selling Andaria Algae Body Oil, clinically proven to instantly improve skin elasticity and transform dry skin to silky, soft, and unbelievably glowing. Its signature scent of freshly squeezed grapefruit, cypress, and mango mandarin transports you to sun-kissed summer days. Get healthy, glowing skin for summer with clean, vegan skincare from Osea. Get 10% off your first order site-wide with code GLOW at OseaMalibu.com. Hanging Sloth Studios presents Clockwork Bird or the Modern Icarus. This isn't funny, you know. Stop calling me. Hi, Shelley. Can I help you? Afternoon, Eliza. What nightmarish conversation shall we subject ourselves to today? I'm afraid I don't understand the question. Don't worry about it. <sighs> Three times they called me last night. Three. Every 20 minutes from 3am on the dot. 
Witching hour. She'd probably say it was Yuko. I keep thinking that, but I know it's only because it's what she'd say. Maybe she was right to be paranoid, though. She has gone. Vanished. Spirited away into the ether, just like Dr Sophie and Robin Yeager. Yuko know where they are. They must. Otherwise, they would be searching for them. He's... Well, he's got to be worth a lot of money to them. Even without that, from what Dr Sophie has been saying, he's not exactly a people person. What was it she said in that last one? That he could not be subdued. I never got the impression from Alice that he was violent, though. Okay, Shelley. Can I help you with anything else? Yeah. Open up the sorted folders for case 229. Okay, Shelley. List of names. Bodies, I suppose. Dr Sophie's subjects. Robert Davison, Holly Mae Dobbs, Georgia Everson, Felicia Emmis, John England, Connor Entz, blah blah blah. Robin Yeager. He's just one on a list. One of 87 on this one. I just... I can't. I can't today. Something has been bothering me, though. About that last recording. Would you like me to play the last recording you listened to again? No. It's alright. It's more like... I don't know. Maybe I'm being naive, but I don't think I'd stay quiet if it was my son or brother or whatever who died and was put up on billboards. I always figured... Well, I figured Alice was wrong about him. And she was kind of wrong. She never thought he was actually dead. But the stuff about being abandoned and alone... Yeah, there was all the footage of him getting packed into windowless vans after TV appearances and stuff. But maybe it was a safety thing. He barely spoke in those interviews. I always thought he was just kind of awkward or something. I'd feel awkward if it was me getting paraded around like that. But maybe he just couldn't talk. Sophie said he couldn't speak at all at first. And he hardly said anything at all to Alice. The thing is, though, in that recording, Sophie pretty much says they had him the whole time. That he lived at the facility in Hithai Bay, pinned down by the metal body parts they attached to him. She talks about taking him outside and sitting with him. I don't think the family, whoever they were, were even visiting him. I don't know. That obituary in the paper was so impersonal. Maybe Yuko didn't just pay them off. Maybe they were threatening them. And then there's Dave's call with that Noah person, whoever he is. I did some poking around at home and I couldn't find anything. Not even any social media. It's weird. It's, he's like a ghost. If I could just get into those associated files. Hi, Dave. Oh, Shelley. You're here. In the flesh. Are you all right? You look shaken. I was just talking with the chief. What are you doing here? My appointment this afternoon was really short, so I had an early lunch. But it's Wednesday. I always come on Wednesday afternoons. So you do. Are you sure you're all right? Yes. Cool. Anyway, I have somewhere else I need to be. Uh, all right. I've sorted all the documents into useful and useless folders for you, by the way. It's just the audio I need to get to. Fantastic. Unless you've heard from Taylor about the audio files? Taylor said there's nothing wrong with them. What? All the static's part of the original audio track. It's not corruption. But they're useless anyway. I listened to a couple and you're right. They're indecipherable. But that doesn't make any sense. Taylor's verdict, not mine. Did they say anything else about it? Just that most of the recordings were short, but a couple of them were a bit longer and they didn't have time to listen to them through. I'll message them and get them to send the rest to me, in case there's something useful in there after all. 
That's your call. For heaven's sake, I told you not to move things around. I didn't touch anything. I've only been here five minutes. If you pull chairs out and leave them there, I'm going to walk into them. It wasn't me. <sighs> Sorry, it's been a long morning. No shit. Yeah, fine. The chief was just asking about you. He's kicking me out, isn't he? No, I said you were very helpful. You did? Yes. You want me to stay? I'd say that's implied. Great. Thanks. Listen, if the chief comes poking around, just, I don't know, try to keep your head down, won't you? Why would he be poking around? Apparently Yuko isn't overly thrilled about the progress on the investigation into the fire. What? I haven't heard anything. No, I was under the impression Yuko were trying to downplay the whole thing, and I think I was right. But something happened at the site a couple of days ago. At the facility? Something like what? I don't know. The chief wasn't being very forthcoming. Not surprising in the circumstances. But apparently they want to know what we're doing at the department and why there hasn't been any movement. And Alice? Nothing, I'm sorry. It's okay. Please, be careful. I am. Good. Did they say anything about Robin Yeager? Who? Yuko, when they were twisting the chief's knickers. No idea. As I said... He wasn't particularly open about the situation. Maybe he's not even missing. Maybe they've got him somewhere. Maybe, but then why not keep the TV slots? I know. This morning, on my way here, I noticed the billboard was gone. The billboard? You know, the one by the train station. It used to have a big, shiny image set of Robin Yeager, but it's gone. Well, it's Mercedes now. I really do have somewhere I need to be. Yeah, OK. I'll see you when you're next in. OK. Bye, Dave. See you. Right. What was I doing, Eliza? You were reviewing files from case 229. Oh, yeah. Thanks. Can I help you with anything else? Yeah. Play the next Bennett PC file in the folder. Okay, Shelley. Playing file now. I need to take you outside if I could. Let the breeze run through your hair. You always like that. I'm so sorry. I am. You know that. I, I'm sorry. I tried my best for you. I really did. It was beautiful for a little while. I thought we might have really brought you back. I thought I'd done it. All this time, all I wanted was to be able to fix people. And for a few days, I could hardly breathe. I was so excited. It's not like dementia, really, an oxygen-starved brain, but it was a start. I thought maybe it could work, that you were in there. I'm sorry. You were in there, my Robin. But not the you that you were before you died. You poor soul. If I could have fixed you, I'd have fixed you. I'd have fixed all of you. It was not supposed to be this way. I wanted to help my dad. You don't know what it was like. He was so young to disappear like that. He was himself one day, and then the pieces started breaking off and sliding into darkness. It was not like a death. It was worse than death, because he was standing there in front of me with no idea in his eyes of who I was. I loved him so much, Robin. I only wanted to make him better. So, Fee, 
Sophie, what are you doing? I... Nothing. You were talking to him again. I can't sleep. He's not going anywhere. I know. None of us are. I know. Do you want to... I don't know. Play cards or something? Do you have any cards? No. Could you play on your computer? You sound like a bored toddler. It's not connected to the internet. What's the point in that? It's for monitoring. So you can't even faff around in your lunch breaks? Oh, lunch breaks. That's a novel idea, hey Robin? Can you bring me the cloth? Um, yeah, sure. Here. Thank you. Can't just leave blood on your cheek, can we? Is he... suffering? It's hard to say. Whether there's enough connectivity in his mind to have the capacity is hard to tell. I'm sorry for the part I played in this. Don't blink an eye, Robin. She's showing humility. Is it my humility that was in question? I was under the impression that it was my humanity. Because you disregarded his. A fair accusation. Mm. Thanks. There is irony in this, you know. It was the potential to repair brain injury I was interested in. I was trying to make a net of synapses that would work as a way to reconnect patients with lost memories to their past. And what I did was create a man so utterly removed from his own context. He had no sense of himself or the world around him. You said it was just a scaffold to connect to the limbs up enough to test them. That was my involvement in the Limbs Project, yes. But I was funded by Yuko for research into tools to combat dementia. <laughs> you saw my other patients. You know how well that went. How could you even test for that in cadavers, even if their hearts are beating? Isn't the point that they're brain dead? It wasn't easy. I tried everything I could think of. They kept funneling money into the projects and my attempts became increasingly ludicrous, but of course, without the slightest clue of how to even go about testing. I had no idea if there was any progress being made. And then, well, Robin. You Frankensteined him back to life. If you like. Look, would you sleep better if I sat up with him? I don't know. Right. For God's sake, go and lie down for a bit. I'll sit with him. Thank you. You do look awfully small, Robin. Looking right at me. She says it's just a reflex. Is it just a reflex? If you're in there, you're all right, you know. And it's horrible, all these wires right into your skin. I'm so sorry if it hurts. I know it doesn't mean anything, but I'm here with you. We're both here, me and Sophie. You know Sophie, right? You remembered her when, when you saw me. You'd know her now, wouldn't you? She's ridiculous. 
I'm ridiculous. God. You don't mind, though, do you, Robin? Poor little thing. Sophie, something's happening. End of recording. Whilst the audio was playing, you received a message from Detective Inspector David Hughes. Would you like to hear it? He literally just left. Would you like me to play the message to you? <sighs> okay. Playing message now. Listen, they think the fire was started deliberately from inside the building. This is Taylor's info, not mine. They reckon it's something to do with that, whatever happened at the site a couple of days ago. Please don't go digging. The chief can see a file's access history. They know you were looking at Robin Yeager's obituary. There are things you cannot look into. It's my responsibility to keep you out of it. Be cautious. End of message. Shit. Clockwork Bird, or The Modern Icarus, is a podcast distributed by Hanging Source Studios under a Creative Commons International Share-Alike Licence. Special thanks to everyone who has already subscribed to the podcast and for the shares and retweets on Facebook and Twitter. Hanging Source Studios is a brand new podcast studio and we're making this podcast for no budget in our free time, working around existing work and study schedules, so every single like means a whole lot to us. If you have the time, please rate and review us on your podcatcher of choice and keep recommending us to your horror and sci-fi loving friends. This episode stars Daisy Major as Shelley, Gary Major as Dave, Jesse Jeffrey as Alice, Alex Pilever Richardson as Sophie, and me, writer, director and producer Pippin Ayla Major as Eliza and the Snake. Music is by Maybe Wednesday. Find us online at hangingsawstudios.wordpress.com Tweet us at Hanging Sloths and please consider supporting us on Patreon at Hanging Sloth Studios for behind the scenes content and early access to new episodes. That's patreon.com forward slash Hanging Sloth Studios. Hey, it's Paige DeSorbo from Giggly Squad. High quality fashion without the price tag. Say hello to Quince. I'm snagging high-end essentials like cozy cashmere sweaters, sleek leather jackets, fine jewelry, and so much more. With Quince being 50 to 80% less than similar brands. And they partner with factories that prioritize safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. I love that. Luxury quality within reach. Go to quince.com slash style to get free shipping and 365 day returns on your next order. Quince.com slash style.